Doug South Studios in Oxford, Mississippi. We're mass communicating. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. This is the End of the Line Podcast, powered by DougSouth.com. I give it a, uh, a 10. A 10. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that. And now, here your host, Rocky LaFleur. Everybody on? Good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. No yelling on the butt. Josh Webb. Sorry I had a fight in the middle of your butt. I'm part of And Jake LaTondres. I am bad news. Also starring Rob Crew. I bet this guy's into the woods a hundred bucks. And Bradley Ramsey. Bill Martin inside. Showtime. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Showtime, everybody. Showtime. Welcome to the End of the Line podcast. I'm Rocky LaFleur in the Ducktown Studios in Oxford, Mississippi. It's freaking Monday. And you know what that means? Hey, groom. Man, I heard that you mowed the turkeys down. It was almost like just a lawnmower effect on just turkey heads. In oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did manage to catch one on the road, and we run it over. So that was one of my tags. How many tags did they let you have in Nebraska? I'm not sure. Two. 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 Yeah. You used used those and a few other people's in many you killed up there. No, I got one in my pocket. Still got it. I think I'm going to put it in my shadow box. Oh, <laughs> so we did not get together last week. Man, I was swamped, and I, I apologize. We said that we were going to do one from the road, but I'm kind of afraid of how that would have turned out because, you know, when you're when you're in the moment, when you're in the moment, you, you might let a few things slip. Now that you've had a, you know, a little time to let your head cool down, tell, tell me about Nebraska. Ah, Nebraska's Nebraska. It's a pretty country out there. I'll give you that. We uh we hunted a well, bunch of weehaw there. That's why you that's why you go on a guided hunt for, to see the pretty countryside. It's all about the fellowship and the pictures. I got some real cool sunrise pictures. Uh, some really cool, you know, action photos of uh the trees and stuff like that. The uh, the Kansas was Kansas was awesome. Kansas was awesome. Nebraska Nebraska oh. was Nebraska was a little slow, you know. It's hunting, not killing. Uh, you know. I bet you sure ate some real good feed being in Nebraska. Good steak. There was a lot of beef license plates. A lot of beef farmers. You know, when you hunt from five in the morning to Nine at night, it's kind of hard to catch a good meal, you know. I had uh, about 16 Nutty Buddies, about 18 bags of Doritos, spicy nacho chili, of course, Uh, several chiladas, several. Did you know they have a new chilada that has added lime in it? 
they're really good. they're really taking these things to the next level. I, I I really have to try one. I'm I'm one of the 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 few in our group message that you have not gotten to try, and I, I've got to try it. I do, and I've got to try the Natterdy too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I tried one of those for the first time this weekend, and while you do probably lose a little bit of masculinity, it, it, it it's a fair. It's a fair drink for 90, 95 degree weather. You know, at first I thought, well, see, I tried one after having a chilada, which is basically, you know, you don't really want to do that. But I tried one after that. And, you know, it just, it was like, you know, you can't, you can't have apple juice after drinking milk, you know. But I, but I, I did have some later and they do have a pretty cool taste. I mean, hey, man, it's 2019, man. You can enjoy a fruity a fruity beer. I mean, all these guys talking about, oh, that's a, that's a Zima. Y'all are just drinking sissy beer and all that. I mean, come on, man. You probably drink freaking Crystal Light while you're at work. Hey, I gotta ask you this. I I know that you are a connoisseur of, of alcohol every once in a while. Do you have a problem with men that drink Michelob Ultra? No. No. No, Ultra's you know, I don't drink ultra. I don't drink anything but Bud Light, but or in Natterdays and Chiladas, Guinness and craft beer. Anyway, yeah, I don't have a problem with ultra. I don't like them, but I mean, I mean, dude, it's you know, beer's a beer, pretty much. I mean, you know, I, I'm one of those like I can go to a restaurant and if I order a beer and it's flat, like I can tell immediately like if something's off or if they give me the wrong one where some people are just like yeah whatever i can tell like when the waitress walks back up i'm like this is miller light and they're like oh really i'm like yeah i'm i'm 100 percent sure they're like oh or uh like last week for instance me and the me and the lizard and the uh the twins went and uh, my, my beer was flat and i told the waitress and she gave me this funny look and she comes back she said yeah you're right keg was gone so they brought me a bottle which is fine but anyway yeah yeah i i can you know i consider myself a uh connoisseur if you will connoisseur of consumption you know what i found out too on our little trip across the world and back down near to canada um is that in kansas they used to sell beer like in florida that was less alcohol per volume like, I guess it was like 3-1 or something. But somehow somebody, God bless their soul, got that changed right before we got there. So that was a beautiful moment. Oklahoma's still that way right now. Don't give me 3-1. I mean, what What do you, you know, what, what am I going to do with 3-1? I mean, you know, I mean, give, 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 me, give me what I want. I don't need to be trying to. Power drink, you know. Florida changed that law. Well, I'll never forget when I graduated high school and we went to Florida on our senior trip. Florida had just passed a law to up their alcohol percentage in beer. And well, I was full of senioritis at that time, so I drank a lot of beer on my senior trip. And it, I want to say it was like four. It moved up to four point something in Florida. Is that right? Uh, I don't know, man. It probably was still uh, 
a little bit less than that, really. I think I, I think so. I think it was like three one or three four or something back then. Maybe they did. I don't know, but I remember it being. I don't think they got that changed until the early two thousands. I just remember my buddies that that drink all the time. They they made a big deal out of it that we were drinking heavier uh, alcohol percentage beer than what we would find in Mississippi. And at that time, do you remember? Uh, man, the beers of that time, you had, uh, I remember we drank a lot of uh, Bud Dry and Miller Ice. You remember those two <clears> names? <throat> yeah, I remember. It should have been called Miller, uh, I mean, it should have been called a Headache in a Cup. <laughs> you want to talk about hurting yourself? I mean, I drank Budweiser trying to be cool, you know, until I was uh, old enough to realize that I didn't want to feel like that every morning. And, uh, you know, it's a, you got to be careful, man. You know, you got to be careful these days. You don't want to hurt yourself. I'm getting old, man. I'll be, I got to tell you this story, Rocky. I I played in a golf tournament this weekend. We call them the chicken tour, but you know, it's a little three man scramble and, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's supposed to be fun. You know, you got people come in there and sandbag, do all this stuff, trying to win. Like you basically win like. I don't know, maybe 200 bucks after you get done paying for your beer and your entry fee. But anyway, that's beside the point. So Sunday morning, my foot's been hurting me really bad. I don't know if it was because of the 97 uh, miles I walked in Nebraska or what. If it is maybe a little gout, I don't know. I haven't gotten that figured out yet. But anyway, back to my story. We were uh, playing in the morning on Sunday because we didn't play very good. And uh, we uh, we got to the first tee, and I had one of those uh, ibuprofen 800s, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, you I've got friends that are doctors that told me before, you know, when you get hurt really bad, you can take like, you can, seriously, you can take like 2,400 milligrams of ibuprofen and be fine. You may may tear your stomach up, but you you know you don't have to. It's not that big a deal. But anyway, so the pill's big, you know, it's a big pill. And, you know, yeah. it's a big pill. And uh, anyway, I I had me a chilada, you know, breakfast. And uh, the other guys had just pulled up to the team. We're introducing ourselves and everything. And I, I throw that pill in my mouth and take a sip. And when I do, a piece of ice gets in my throat. And I got the pill down. But after I got the pill down, my gag reflex hit. And I puked all over the first team, everywhere. And these guys are looking like, oh, my God, what have we gotten ourselves into? Well, luckily, I was able to dig that 800 out in the middle of the puke and was able to take it because it was the only one I had. And uh, anyway, it made for a really interesting start to the day. You know, it made it – I think it made the other team realize that we were – you know, we were there – we were there to win. And uh, that's how that went down. And, you know, that – that's always something you don't really want to see first thing in the morning, especially if you have a bad gag, gag reflex. I'm sure some of the other guys were, you know, having issues seeing that. But, you know, that's just the way it is. That's just the way it goes sometimes. Luckily, I was able to save it. It had a little few pieces of missing out of it, but it worked. My foot, you know, it still hurt, but it was okay. I could play. And then we have the Rolling Thunder uh, scramble coming up Friday. That's going to be a blast. I'm ready for that. Um get to see everybody and and mess around but we uh got off to a good start after i got that puking rally out of my system 
So do you you keep the same scramble team each tournament you play in? I I mean not every time, but a lot of times. I mean me, these are guys I've been playing with for you know twenty years, and I don't play much anymore because I hurt my wrist and and my knee. So I really don't play a whole lot anymore. So I try to play a couple times with them and that thing, and then I play in the member guests with Dad and stuff like that. But I used to play four days a week, you know, three or four days a week. So um, I used to play a lot, and I had to I had to kind of calm down off that with my injuries. But I still like playing, but, you know, deep down, I'd rather be crappie fishing. But any rate, it's fun. It's fun to get to see everybody and all that. So the challenges are getting deep in our in our group message on on golf. I mean, I mean Grower, yeah. Grower, Grower's all in and playing. You know, I'm kind of interested in just following you guys in a cart, just watching this. Me too. It's kind of funny that uh, Grower played for Jackson State and thinks he's like some professional. So yeah, I'll, I'm ready to see it. I mean, you know, like I said, I play four or five times a year, and I have I'm I'm a not not even a least bit concerned about him. I mean, how I, good I'm is Jesse? To... How good is Jesse for real? I, I see him jumping in every once in a while. Is Presley pretty good? Anybody that has that size body and is bald is very flexible. And golf is flexibility in golf is very important. You know, so I'll just leave it at that. But yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not scared to play them. I mean, I, he keeps jumping on Webb like, like Webb's playing in the Webb.com tour or like played, you know, in Augusta or something. And that's great if he did. But I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of tired of hearing it. I can see, I can see Patrick like, I can see us getting like a matchup like for an actual real date instead of just smack talk. And I can see him going to the range like three days, three three times a day, like you know, beating balls, trying to get right, you know, while I'm over here, like, laughing, watching the playoffs, you know, drinking beer. Be like, so, kind of like Rocky, kind of like Rocky when he trained for the big, the big, big fight. Hey, speaking of that, I wanted to bring this up last time. Do you remember how awesome American Gladiators were? Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. One of my favorite shows was, ever. Ever when they got to that last bit and had to use that, had to use that tennis ball flinging gun and knock knock those gladiators off. I mean, now they got Ninja Warrior, which is like whatever. But American Gladiators needs to come back, and I think it did for like half a season, and they they had like four viewers. But American Gladiators was legit, and that that reminds think, me of Duck Duck South I think the, a little bit. Yeah, something I was going to bring up to you today. Hey, before we leave the golf, I got to ask you. I was watching the Ole Miss softball team play in the regional yesterday, but who ended up winning the PGA Championship? Brooks Brooks kept Brooks kept held on. He had like nine bogeys in the last round, but he was up by twenty three, so it didn't matter. But yeah, he tried to he tried to take the gas. It looked pretty rough there for a minute. Well, I, I I just I knew that he had a large lead heading into Sunday, and I watched none of it or didn't even turn it over to the Golf Channel last night to one. I think, he, I think he had pretty sure he had six bogeys. 
I don't know what he shot. I didn't. I don't even remember. But I remember him going, coming down the stretch. And if DJ wouldn't have bogeyed like 16, I think it was, it would have been a lot closer for comfort than he wanted it to be. But that dude's so good, man. I mean, that, there was an awkward moment that I wish he had seen so we could talk about it more in detail. But him and his girlfriend, you see them everywhere on the Internet, like model-type crap and like her straddling him in a beach and all kinds of situations run through your head. But anyway, they were walking up. And, of course, you know how they do now on TV. They're showing him walk up, and he's strutting. And he like he's like, Find an autograph or shook a hand or something, and she like leaned over to give him a kiss, and he just like blew her off like completely. And then she got all tore up and was like doing the woman, like, we'll see about that game, you know. Like, he was definitely in deep, deep trouble after that. You got to look it up online, it's pretty funny. It was the ultimate shun, and uh, hopefully, they hopefully they're all right and uh, they'll be okay for the future. See, they they get in a lot of uh, they take a lot of those shots where she's nude in these yeah. shots, right? Am I right about yeah. that? And the arm is positioned just perfect where you can't see a nipple. Yeah, yeah. Am I allowed to say nipple on the podcast? Yeah, of course. We all okay. have them. I got them. On, I got them on my big cup tip. My my moves. Yeah, she. You need to go look. They, they, they are the. I don't know how, I'm not. I'm just. I'm yeah, just don't get into that. that. Just, just, just let them look. They, it they up. take the perfect pictures for Instagram. Yeah, they probably spend more pic- time taking pictures than they do actually hitting balls. But she's she's uh she's pretty hot. But I uh, just thought of this. So I want to throw this out here. Um, in two weeks, I'm getting put under to have a procedure done. And I think if there's any way that we can record like 15 minutes out of recovery, it could possibly break every record in the world. Uh, well, I think we could handle that. <laughs> I mean, I want to be, I mean, is it a serious procedure? No, I'm just getting a scope done. GI uh. scope. But, I just want to see, like, I see these kids, you know, coming out of getting their wisdom teeth pulled and start, like, talking just crazy stuff, and I've got to do that. I mean, I, I'm going to have I'm gonna have Liz take me home and just put me in my chair, and at that moment should be when we when that goes down. And that's two weeks from now, the third, so. Well, so I, I didn't get this question in because, you were going pretty good. So you you and Presley would not be worried about Josh and Patrick at all, right? No. No. And I got a I got another I mean, me and Chirpy would play anybody on Duck South. Period. I mean, I've never played with Jesse, so I mean I don't know if he's talking trash or if he can actually play. I don't know, I'll talk to him about it, but I'll play me and Chirpy will play anybody that ever wants to play. Period. Four balls. He must, be, he must be a scratch golfer. Uh, I think he's actually probably better than that. Wow. Hey, as uh, Doctor has, has Doctor Smell says on uh, Caddyshack, oh, hey, I'm no slouch myself. I never slide. <laughs> hey, I, I, you brought up American Gladiators. Can you name one of the six original Gladiators? 
Can you name Laser. one? Laser. Uh, you know what? No. Okay. Well, something like that. I mean, dude, this is 25 years ago. Like, what? I mean, I, that is that is a tough question. Um, are you sure Laser won one? Positive. Well, it was all stuff like that. Oh, I remember only one out of the six that I remember is Nitro. Nitro. Nitro was on there See, for a was, while. It was stuff like that. And those dudes had to be like ex, like washout pro football players or bodybuilders, right? Like they had to have been like the guy that got injured like during mini camp or, you know, like. That's right. Because all those dudes were huge. What? So, so do you think you're saying that the the ball, the shooting the ball at the, the the people, they got hit. That that was one of my favorite games. Was the yeah, that was probably, yeah, that was my favorite for sure. And what was the other one that you ran the football and? For like 20 yards, you got tackled. Then you jumped in the, the circular ring, and you tried to get the gladiator to, to step outside of that ring. Oh, I forgot about that game, too, where you ran around and tried to get the balls in the little barrels without getting killed. <laughs> Dude, get, there's no way. There's no way that you could you – could. see, the difference between back then, you had the opportunity. You were going to get killed. On American Gladiators, you know the the what is it, American Chinese Warrior or whatever it's called now. It, it's just a test of yourself. The real test is the test to get somebody like those guys: Laser, Nitro, Blazer. I mean, there's the list goes on and on. Man, that was the test. You know, well, now you know, it's, like, just, it's just an obstacle course you're running. That right. obstacle course back then, you were going to get your ass smacked somewhere along right, the way. Right. You know, the older I get, you know, used to when I watch football, and you see somebody get hit real hard, you just be like, oh, yeah, awesome. But the older I get, like, me and my buddies, you know, we'll be watching a game, and somebody will just get demolished, and we're like, can you imagine if you, you were standing there and got hit by that guy? Like, can, like it would kill you. It would kill you. It would kill you. Did you see on the group text the other day where Esty said that Starkville is a nicer town than Oxford? <laughs> I mean, how much, how delusional do you have to be to think something like that? It's nothing against Starkville. I get it. But Starkville is kind of like Auburn, but not as nice. You're, it's an ag school. Like, they don't care about some of the things. And he could say what he wants. But I would like to take some sort of poll. And see how many people actually in actually believe that Starkville as a town is better than Oxford, because I, I can't I can't wrap my head around this. I, I, there, I mean, I've tried. No way possible. It's impossible, and it has nothing to do. I'm not trying. We're not trying to be offensive, and I'm not trying to like, you know, be a punk to Estes. But he, you know, these Red Roof Inn visits and like, you know. You know, oh, we're so much better. Our co coach was the coach of the year. Dude, they had so many good players. If 
whatever that guy's name was, Callan, whatever, if he wouldn't have got caught screwing the secretary, then, I mean, he would have done just as good. And they've got – their players are incredible. I mean, what – whatever. The problem, with, I, the problem with Mississippi State's going to have, I'm telling you now, if, if they lose a game in a regional or a super regional, they're in trouble big time. Well, they don't have – yeah, they don't, they're not deep enough. But, not in, you know, I, I just if, – if, if Bianco calls one more bunt, I'm just going to abs- – like, I can't take it anymore. Like, I – I, I can't take – I can't watch it anymore. No more bunt. Like, and the base running and stuff, I mean, what do you – like, what are you doing? Like, our baseball – our coach pitch guy on third base would, would do better than that. Hey, I want to let you know, too, speaking of coach pitch, um, we went two and one in the last three games. We actually won our first game Monday, of course – I wasn't here. You can play the John Anderson Wish I Would Have Been Here song during this segment. But they won the first game Monday, and then, lo and behold, won another game. And then Saturday I was at the game, and they played, and they lost on the scoreboard. But the other team only had eight players, so won by default, 3-0 and in the week, buddy. They're coming around, aren't they? Yeah, they're coming around. They got a little confidence now. Uh, I think I think it's our competition, but I wouldn't tell them that. You know, my kid called me Monday night when I was in Kansas and Nebraska or wherever I was, South Dakota, North, whatever, wherever that was. He said, Dad, I got a home run. I said, you did? It's awesome, buddy. What happened? He said, well, I ran to first, and the second baseman threw it over the first baseman's head. Then I read the second. And the other guy threw it over his head. Then I ran the third. He threw it over his head, and then I scored. I said, "Good, good job, guy. Perfect." Oh, joys of 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 Coach Pitch. So, so you're recommending? So I told you earlier that my daughter had been invited to play on a traveling softball team so your recommendation is a big no on that right absolutely that's the worst idea ever and they're trying to trick you see they'll be like oh yeah well we're not gonna play we're not like these other travel programs we're not gonna play these you know three days a week and stuff like that see they trick you so you sign up your kid gets on the team and next thing you know instead of playing one a month next thing you know they're like oh we had a rain out so we got to play a double header in pittsburgh next week and then after that, you know, you, uh, oh, well, yeah, we decided to pick another tournament up in Nashville. It's, it's only four hours, you know. Then after that, next thing you know, you're playing every night and you have no life. You can't even have time to feed the horses, goats, and dogs or whatever you got. And, you know, you're miserable. And the kids are miserable. Some, there's probably, I bet, I shouldn't say that. I bet probably 15% of the kids, maybe 20 I bet a fifth of the kids actually want to play that much. The other ones are just doing it because, you know, their buddies are doing it. And they're probably good. You know, some of them I'm sure are really good. And some of them are like, you know, this is really fun. You can tell the ones that like it, even in coach pitch, you know, that get into it and stuff like that. I mean, one of my kids literally carries a ball with him. If he doesn't have a ball with him, he's asleep. Like, everywhere he goes, he has a ball. So I know he likes it. It doesn't matter what it is, soccer, baseball, tennis, golf, 
basketball. It doesn't matter as long as it's round. <laughs> so, you know, you get you kind of figure out who likes and who doesn't. But I, I, I cannot. Nobody can convince me that these kids are that much into travel ball and want to play that much. What? What? A, and there's what absolutely no way. amazes me. Look, I know how much. I'm going to bed at night. I have about I need about eight hours of sleep every night to make it. And so, for some of these people that I see pictures coming on social media every weekend, and even during the week, they're posting, I guess, wreck ball. Maybe I don't know how they have time to stop and wash clothes. They've, they've got to have made wash clothes, clean their house. I, I don't know how they get anything done around their house. No, they can't. I mean, they're literally playing ball, really, all the time. There's no way that – I guess the percentage is low for the, the number of kids that's going to come out of that when they get a little bit older and say, man, I love ball. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, dude, come on. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they don't – no, they don't they – don't, they can't – even if they do, it puts everybody in a very interesting situation. Because like you said, you, you don't have time to do stuff. You know, me and my wife work. I mean, I know there's a lot of people who's, you know, their wife doesn't work outside of the home, as you're supposed to say it. And and that's fine. But mine does, and I work. And, you know, like today, I had to go. Today was freaking pet day at school. So I had to go get my dog, load it up, put my kennel back in my truck, and, uh, you know, do all this to take him there, to sit there for 30 minutes and let a lot of kids walk around and pet him. You know, there's bull mastiffs there. and You know, the biggest problem with all of them, honestly, was the little dogs. They were the ones that were talking the most, smack. And I don't know why that is. But, you know, they, the, little, the little ones, like, a, a, like my, my lab, dude, he's like 64 pounds. I mean, he, he's very, very calm. I mean, he literally, like, my kids can tell him to sit or lay down, and he just does it. Like, he doesn't need any pressure. You know, when I hunt him, I, I don't even ever, I just buzz him. He doesn't take anything. But anyway, so he's, like, laying there, and this little shit dude walks up and starts barking and acting like it's going to do something. I'm just like, man, get that dog out of here. And all the cool dogs are just walking around, you know, and I'm sitting there going, I'm supposed to be at work. You know, I don't have to be, but I'm supposed to be at work. I usually get to work about 7, somewhere between 6.30 and 7, and kind of take care of stuff around here while nobody's here and the phone's not ringing. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm at the school with my dog so that these kids can walk around and see each other's dogs. And I'm like, this is the most ridiculous, but it's like this all the time. It's always stuff like this. Like, where do they come up with this stuff? And I tried to get out of it. See, I'd already planned a fishing trip for this morning. And Liz says, like, Friday, well, what time are you going to get, you know, what time are you going to be at the school? And I said, for what? She said, pet day. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Can't, can't you just take Max? Like, he's not going to do it. He's just going to sit there, you know. No, no, I can't handle him. No, no, no. So this morning I get up. I load my kennel up, which had to unload two coolers to do that. It's just a – anyway, so that's where I've been this morning, pet day. So nobody was injured. Made it so is this at a public nine. school? No. Private school. No. 
I think I say it's no way possible to have that at a public school. I mean, you, you're going to have fighting pit bulls there. Yeah, no, dude, our school system here is a complete joke. Like, it is horrible. Like, everybody on the school board hates each other. Like, it's complete. It's a complete disgrace. Like, it, it's sad, really. And, I mean, everybody on it hates each other. Like, my whole family worked for the school board pretty much. I worked for the schools. Um, some of them are retired. Some of them are still active, stuff like that. But the the, the, the way this the way that all this is going down in Jackson is is absolutely insane. Like, it, well, I've noticed posts from you and a few yeah. other people that live there about something about school, the school board, and yeah, one of the school board members, my mother in law, who by the way is the sweetest lady that's ever lived. Like she, I don't, I I would bet you a thousand dollars that she's never said one cuss word in her life. Never, not even on accident. She probably hasn't even heard many besides what I've said. And so she writes a letter in to the school board just in support of the of the head of the school board. She just writes a letter saying maybe we should get behind him. He's got good ideas. A lot of people like him. Some people don't, blah, blah, blah. Well, this one board member who's a blithering idiot, like, attacks her. And like I said, she's like the, she won't say anything back. Of course, it's a big deal. You can find it anywhere on the news. But it turns into the big deal, all this stuff. And the guy posts all these posts on Facebook. His, his grammar looks like my kids, and they're in the first grade. And it, it's just laughable, it, some of the stuff. So then he writes this fake apology back. And, I, I mean, it's just been a bunch of drama. It's, it's really it's, it's sad, but in some sense it's kind of funny. But um. Been doing a little research on this guy in case, in case he says something to me. Uh, I'm the only one in the family he hasn't threatened. And uh, I found out that the reason he got fired as a superintendent is because he chained a kid to a radiator. So if he comes out again at anybody in my family, I'm just going to go ahead and let the, let the dogs out because I, I can't take it anymore. They're too, they're too nice. I, I'm not that nice. Kind of reminds me of the old movie. What was that movie called that back in the late 80s, early 90s with Morgan Freeman in it? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember what it's called. Boys in, the, Boys in the Hood? No, I'm just kidding. No. You know, he goes in to fix that school. <laughs> that wasn't Morgan Freeman. That was the other one. That wasn't Morgan Freeman, was it? Oh. That was, the, that was uh, Denzel Washington. Oh, here's the deal. You know, I was just having this conversation at the vet clinic with somebody that had moved from the Mississippi Delta up to Oxford. Oxford has become pretty much a go-to place uh, for the people in the Delta that have that have moved away. Here, here's what I don't sure, get. Sure, it's not Starkville. <laughs> no, it's not a lot going to Starkville. What I thought. All right, so so the Delta is is mostly Democrats, right? Yes. Usually, here's here's the difference between Republicans and Democrats. A Republican usually puts people that are successful in business or have an intellectual capability of you know managing or governing a group of people. 
Democrats usually put somebody in charge that's usually the most outspoken. And you see this on school boards all the time, uh, you know, supervisors like the hospital where I just came from, moved to move to Oxford, is, is totally falling apart. It's a $40 million business a month that hospital does, and they're losing now $10 million a month. Here's what gets me is they put people on that hospital board that didn't even graduate junior high. How do you expect somebody that did not get out of junior high to run a multi, multi, multi $400 million business? Why would you do that? You can't. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, man. That would be like me being an astronaut, and I don't even like close – I don't like being in the same room with I, – I can't even be, like, trapped in a room. I don't even want to be, you know – and I don't want to be that close to people. I mean, I used not to be that way, but I want my space. Lean on me. That was the name of that movie. But, well, that's the reason – it was it got, like, two stars on IMB? I, that's the reason I won't go on a cruise. Like, I'm not going on a cruise. Liz is like, let's go on the Disney cruise. All my friends say it's so No, I'm not going on a cruise. I'm, I'm not being trapped inside that long. Well, you can go outside and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not going on a cruise. I'm not doing it. No, final answer is no. I'll take you to the beach. I'll take you to wherever. I'll pay for you to take your parents. Y'all can go cruise it up. Have a blast. Get the unlimited drinking pass. I'm not going. So have you, t- hey, have you taken your kids to Disney yet? No, not yet. I'm putting it on. I'm fighting it like crazy. I am too. Big I'm time. fighting it really hard. I- I'm trying to see if she'll take her parents. and let- I'm going to try to come up with some crazy excuse why I can't go. But I don't know if it'll work or not. But I, I-, I can't. I-, I don't think. Man, it's a small world. It'll put me right over the edge. And there's not there's not enough drinks there. People will say what they want. Oh, there's bar here and bar. No, 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 no. I can't do it. I could probably do it heavily sedated, maybe, but I can't do it. I think I'd probably come down with like a very serious case of the gout like a week before. Be like, I'm sorry, man. Your mom's got to go with you. I can't do it. Hey, how's the gout going? Did did you have you tried the cherries? Any anything that I know you talked to Ramsey too, right? Yeah, I talked to Ramsey for a while. That was a good talk. Ramsey's a good dude. He got me, kind of got me straight on some stuff I needed to try, and I'm going to do that. I got an appointment with my guy to uh, get checked out on that. It's okay, man. It's just that's, you know, it's just all, it's just all diet. A lot, a lot of it is. So, you know. We're, we're, it's a work in progress. Let's not get crazy and say it's gone. Let's not get crazy and say it's killing me because I can still function with it. It just sucks. All right. Well, look, you brought it up just a minute ago, and I, we've got to come back to it before we leave the podcast today. You know, you mentioned you started this whole conversation about the Duck South Olympics or just, just having this, some type of games. I think it's a great idea. If we could find a spot where a bunch of people could pull grills to, and we could have a couple of a few ridiculous competitions, man, I think we could have a great time in the middle of somebody's pasture somewhere. 
Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. I mean, all you got to do is rope off a, a 40-yard dash, uh, maybe have a volleyball court. There's all kinds of options. I mean, horseshoes, cornhole, darts. I mean, what? I mean, the possibilities are endless, but I'm really looking – my favorite event, obviously, is going to be the 40-yard dash, the truck backing, trailer backing. doesn't have to be a boat, but the trailer backing contest, the 40-yard dash with waders, obviously full in water because all of them leak except for Sitka. And um, that's pretty much it. I mean, you could, if you had it by a river, you could have the whole runner 4,000, but then you get a bunch of dudes talking about how fast their aluminum boats are. Like, come, come on, man. Got to hit 53 the other day. I'm really wanting to get 55. Any prop suggestions? Yeah, buy more life insurance. There's your suggestion. <laughs> oh. So, so we're still in on, on Presley and Estes running the 40, right, to open the games? Yeah, I think so. Presley really thinks he can run a sub 5-5, five five and there is no way. These people don't understand, man. They, You know, you you think like, oh, there's NFL players that are the best athletes in the world that run fives and five threes. And five. You're not going to – you're not running it. It's not going to happen. I don't care. There's probably one or two kids that are younger in the group that are really good athletes and could run a pretty good time. But not nobody over the age of 30 is going to run a sub, you know, anywhere around five. Not It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. If this, do, if this does happen, I'm really looking forward to the extreme arguing uh, debate forum. Oh, yeah, that, that would be good. We'll have to get some. Benelli versus Beretta and Sika versus Drake and all that. Yeah, that that's going to be awesome. I mean, Ford versus Chevy. I mean, it's endless possibilities. Don't forget those tow mirrors on them Dodges. So, and look, if anybody's listening to this and has a suggestion of where this could take place over the summer, Please, please uh, message me where you think it could happen. Tennessee, West Tennessee is the best option for everybody. That's, I'm just telling you because I see the background of Duck South, and West Tennessee is kind of the central location for the majority of the members of Duck South. Yeah, and another thing I want to know for folks listening, there's got to be some kids that played serious athletics. I know we've got a few of them that played football. But some, I want somebody to chime in and tell me what percentage of people over 30 could run a sub 5540. I, I would like to know what some, what people think is even possible. That that would make me feel better. And I think I think it would open some eyes on these people that think they can do it. Or maybe it won't. That'd be even better. I guarantee you, I can run a four line. No, you can't. How do you break it up? You break it up by ages or weight? <clears throat> I don't know. Weight classes would be amazing, but ages is ages would pretty much settle the debate. But you know, I'm like a couple of weeks away from another age class, and I can tell you right now, I would fall out before I got 20 yards and probably need medical attention. I, I don't think there's any question about that. As much I, weight as you've lost, you you ought to be getting a lot of speed back, dude. I would. I would catch a gout attack mid-run, fall down, and probably poop myself from my colitis. 
I mean, it would be awful. It would be, it would be great for camera, but terrible for me as a person. I, my confidence would be very, very low. I would have to have church there. I would have to have church there to take care of me. Hmm. Rob, I'll let you go, and they got to get to lunch. Hey, look, I will tell you this: before you, you're, this is for you, Rob. But my computer broke down this morning, so this probably won't go up until later this afternoon or tonight. So, for all of you, we're recording on a Monday, but it may not go up till Monday night or Tuesday. What's wrong with your electronics? Did you not renew your subscription, your warranty subscription with Dell or McAfee or something? Probably got an uh, Apple anyway. No, no, I've got a, I've got a PC, and I, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, if I was ten years younger, I would say it was probably porn. Well, that's what I was going to bring up. But since you approached it yourself, it is the absolute first thought that comes to anybody's mind when they, when you say that a computer or a phone has a virus or it's crashing. <laughs> that's the first thought these days. But, are are you saying that if you called Best Buy and was like, man, my computer's acting up 10 years ago, and you need to bring it in, you'd be like, screw it, I'll just buy another computer? <laughs> I probably would have pre-getting pre married, yeah. I'm not going to lie. If you say that you've never looked at porn and you're listening to this podcast, you're a freaking liar. There's My dad told me when I was like 13, he said there's 99% of adult of males that look at pornography and masturbate. He said that other 1% are liars. I can't say, say that I frequent it now. I'm not going to sit here and, and say that. No, I've gotten old. Let's, and, not, let's just not get into it. There's no reason to go down this road. Everybody can but use the, their imagination. Man, back in the old days, yeah. I mean, that was when, you know, yeah, let's leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. Got three well, games Rob, left, Coach Pitts. Let's get through these babies, and we'll see what happens next week. Hey, I, I, I didn't ask you this when we were talking about about Ole Miss a, a little while back, but Bianco, you think he's gone? Man, if he unless he has a really deep run in the in the regionals and maybe makes it to a super, I think he's got to be. And I like him. I mean, he's the best we've had, and I hate to – you know, get into a situation like Tennessee football where Fulmer gets leaves and they have 15 years of suck. But, I mean, we're getting great players. I mean, Oxford's talent level is incredible. We're getting those good kids from there. And, you know, Mississippi's got a really – I mean, for Mississippi sides, it's got a ton of really, really good athletes. So, I don't know, man. I I, I like Mike. I mean, I, I think he's a good coach. I just wish that, you know, it's almost like he's stuck in some 1994 – coaching routine and I, I don't understand why he doesn't change some things but you know we may fire him and then end up with a sea donkey you know um, right I, it, it's a touchy situation I, I don't know the answer I, I, you know I really don't know you know unless you got some hot up and coming guy that's you know at a smaller school that's doing really really well or something like that I mean there's no guarantee but uh, you know, Ross did really, really well with a uh, Kermit hire. If he could get something like that and do a two for, woo, it would be uh, be amazing. He'd secure his job. 
I, you know, I was talking to a Mississippi State fan. He he was calling me crazy. I, either way, I, I, I've been saying for a few years now, I've kind of grown numb to the baseball program. I've been saying for a few years that he probably need to go. And Well, he's the most successful coach ever. Well, you know what? You hired a man to build a 100-story building, and the highest he's ever gotten is 80 stories. Yeah, it's time to look for a contractor that can build those other twenty. Yeah, yeah, and you never know, man. You know, you get the right assistants in there, and have Mike just doing what Mike needs to do, and letting them handle a lot of that. It might be a better situation, but you can't, as a program and as an athletic director, you can't, you know, keep using the same old. Well, he's been here forever. He's built a good program. Blah blah blah. And he has, but. You know, you just want that extra step. And I don't know if it's worth it to get rid of him and try somebody else. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. You know, if I did, I'd get, be getting paid a whole lot more than I, have, than I am now. So, I don't know. i tell you what. If they fire him, it puts it puts the pressure on Luke. Cause I'm going to tell you, the fan base was sick of football after last year. It yeah, really well, put thing, pressure on Luke. Luke is he's, got, he's got two head coaches as coordinators, so. He just needs to stand there and keep that frat flip going, uh, you know, and keep that fat clap going and walking up down the sideline, and he'll be fine. We're in for a rough stretch. It's going to be a rough couple of years for the Rebel football team. So, you know. I agree. We need to to realize that. And sadly, I think Arkansas is on the up. I think Mississippi State's on a fast track to doom like us. I'd be surprised if both of us together win 11 games next year. I would even say under 10, but under 11 for sure. Essie's is going to come at me with some crazy stat of some kid that transferred from Northwest Mississippi or East whatever. Penn State. No, from Penn State. Did you hear about that on Friday? It doesn't matter. I tell you what, it caused a lot of friction. You need to the the tweets from the football players. Uh, it didn't go over too well. I'll just say that the the guy from well, Penn State did not get a warm reception in Mississippi State on Friday. You get what you, you get what you pay for. That's true. Well, Rob, I enjoyed it, brother. Uh, I have a lot of stuff covered today. Jeez, <laughs> enjoyed it. Thank you for being here. We want to thank all of you listen to this edition of the End of the Line podcast, powered by DuckTouch.com. <laughs>